read this quote by Olivia Coleman. She said, if you don't like my bum, F you. Because I'm pretty nice to be around, actually. Hi everyone, I'm Alain Lombardo and this is What's Your Juice, a deep dive into inspiration and its power. On this podcast, we examine the importance of inspiration and finding one's juice. The thing that makes you feel alive, gives you a sense of purpose, and fills you with excitement. Today, I'm joined by Rochelle Lefebvre, the one and only, the amazing Rochelle. Thank you so much for coming on, Rochelle. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm at home like everyone else in uh, the 2020 pandemic. Um, but I'm I'm grateful for uh, for everything that I have. So trying to stay positive. I'm assuming there's no like acting going on right now because there's no movies or TV shows to film. So what is what is this like? Have you did you ever uh, expect to have like your career or like what you do just kind of like have a indefinite halt? Um. Yes and no. You know, it's funny. I, uh, <laughs> I, I love what I do, but it's also, um, so I have this thing that I started saying my, um, son was born and I really wanted to be home and spend, took like a year, a little more than a year off to hang out with him and, um, just like raise him and just be with him while he was a baby. Uh, and then, you know, took breaks between jobs, not always on purpose, just had breaks between jobs. Um, so I got to spend time with him, but it wasn't enough. And when I work, it's like, you know, it's 18 hours, 15, 18 hours a day. Um, and it's, it's crazy. It's been like that since he was born. And then now I have a daughter, two kids. And, um, so I always just feel like there's not enough time and I wanted to be an actor so badly. And I really wanted a, you know, a career where I would work regularly, and then when I had kids, I really wanted to have time to be with my family and, you know, bake and make really long dinners and do creative stuff with them and hang out with them. And I can't do both as much as I want to because one takes away from the other. So I started saying the life I always wanted is getting in the way of the life I always wanted. <laughs> like, um, so I, I sort of Part of me kind of prayed for this, not this, not this version of it, obviously, but, totally, um, but a big time like this to have like, with but your family yeah, and like I, yeah, like the old stop the world. I want to get off. Yeah. Um, I really did, but I like, I think a lot of actors that I know or just creatives in general, um, have this feeling. There's like this thing that's been ingrained in me that if you stop, you, lose opportunities, someone takes your place, like you're not allowed to rest, you're not allowed to take a break, you just constantly have to be hustling and working and you have to stay like, quote unquote, relevant, you know, which means you have to, I don't know, have some show in the air, have a show on the air, or have something in theaters or, um, and I started when I was young and more insecure than I am now and, and hadn't fully formed my value system. And, um, and I really bought into that. I really did. Um, and so I found myself like, Oh wow, I've been doing this for 22 years and I never took a break. I never stopped. I never stopped to reevaluate the life that I had created, um, and the choices that I made. Uh, so this time, as much as it's slightly scary, um, 
for, you know, what it will look like going forward really is in many ways um, a gift. And I realize when I say that how many people are struggling and that's a challenging thing to hear for some people. Um, but I'm going to say, I'm, you know, but in the bubble only of my career, it's actually been a gift to be forced to stop for a little bit to get off the get out of the hamster wheel yeah totally to take like the pause from just the constant constant hustle um so yeah. you know as an actress and like you said like a creative um so i want to like touch on what you were just talking about i feel like a lot of people like see like you know like rochelle lefebvre right or any actress or any actor and they see like you know their movies what they've been casting like how they've performed like you know like maybe the online public interviews um, you know, like the social appearances, all of those things, right? And like, so they get like that, mm -hmm. that understanding, that view of who you are, kind of, right? Which is just like the mm -hmm. portrayal and, and it's your job, you know, after. The representative. Yeah, I call exactly. It the representative. The representative. <laughs> so, um, and you're talking about yeah. your, your, like, your, your value base that you've, that you've constructed for yourself and that you've come to really like hone in on. So like, what are some of your values? Like, what are the things that you really value in the world and, you know, in your life? It's a strong question, Milan. <laughs> That's a really strong question. Um, my core values are um, like kindness and respect, uh, right, right at the top. Um, in all things, um, I don't want to be in a marriage that doesn't function on a foundation of kindness and respect, even when things are hard, even when we're angry with each other, you know, um, even when things are, are, uh, you know, in a, cause marriage goes like this, you know, um, yeah, totally. and, um, and no matter, and even if we're on a dip or whatever, it's like kindness and respect can never go out the window. I want my children to treat me that way. I do my best to treat them that way. Um, even when I lose my patience, uh, and I don't want to go to work in an environment without that. Um, and, it's a it's a really big one, and the reason that I say it's foundational is because um, I do think that every other value that I have kind of sits on on that. Like the other things, everything that falls apart if that falls apart, um, and that's a really easy thing to uh, to help people understand if they're sort of going, oh, it sounds like a hippy dippy answer. Um, but you can think about, you know, uh, if you're in school at the moment, high school, college, if you're in school and you have a group of friends or you have a relationship with a teacher that, you know, is lacking in kindness and respect, you can think about how difficult that makes that experience or the workplace or a relationship. And so it makes it really hard to live out all your other values if people are being treated poorly um, or if people are letting the challenges in their life give them permission to treat other people badly or to make other people feel small. It just makes it impossible for any other good thing to grow and to flourish. Um, so definitely kindness and respect. And I practice like everyone else and I fail. <laughs> um, and then I have to, you know, get back up. Uh, family, my family life, my relationship with my family, my sisters, uh, my stepfather, both my parents are, are dead, um, unfortunately gone. I was going to say died, dead. I trip on that because it's, it was only a couple of years ago. So mm. it's still like weird to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're gone. But um, my stepfather, who I love, is alive. And um, so, you know, and obviously my husband and kids. So, yeah, relationship with family. Um, and then friendships. Uh, like friendship is a core value for me um, because you go out into the world and you have to figure out who you are and who you 
want to be surrounded by and that's a symbiotic relationship you influence their lives and they influence uh, your life and that can be for better or for worse so you want to you know it's really really important to me to nurture my friendships and to choose them and once they're make sure they're healthy and then um and then really give to them and not not let everything else in my life um allow me to take them for granted and just be like oh my friends will I'm going to go on this journey for a year and my friends will be there when I get back. And, you know, just like you have to invest in people. Yeah. So kindness, respect, family, people, friendship, you know, yeah, the basics. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly value rambling too. I value long winded sentences and stream of consciousness rambling. Oh my God. Rambling coffee. is one of the many joys of my life. Oh, so good, right? <laughs> yeah, what, you know what you're talking about with respect and, and kindness is like the foundation. I, you know, I I see that so much as just like a universal truth because I know like, you know, which actually is something I'm learning like way more about now is because you know I'm I'm I have a girlfriend and I'm totally in love, you know, for the first time in my uh-huh. life and super happy. I'm really happy to hear that. They... <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, it's probably everybody I've known Milan since he was very small. <laughs> Yes, you might have been my. You might have been one of my first crushes, Michelle. Aww, you were so cute. You were so sweet. I loved that you had a crush on me. I really did. I loved it. Oh <laughs> it was my god! Adorable. On that topic, you you. Oh my gosh! Hey, no, we're talking about your oh, girlfriend. Yes, now. yes. Sorry, rambling. We're we're good at this. So, um, but you can come back to it. <laughs> so, with respect and kindness, like something I've been learning even more so in my life. Like I thought I already had like a pretty decent understanding that like okay, if you're kind of people and respectful, you know, things will mature well in your life. Like you'll be able to, you know, form better friendships like you're talking about, which is like so important to me, you know. And you also I feel like if you if you're being respectful and kind to people, like that's the way to also like to manifest like all of, like the positivity that you can really like receive in your life. Cause if you're respectful and kind to people, then people understand that you're coming from a place of like listening to them, uh, coming from a place of being interested in them, like investing in them. Like, and so like right now with, with my relationship that I'm in, I've been realizing that like when you, when like you're in love with someone, at least for me, like, the way I feel is like, I only ever want to be treating that like, my girlfriend with kindness and love and respect you know because it's like i know that like my heart that's what i really genuinely want like even if she bugs me or i bug her or whatever happens like what i want is to be always giving like that positive feeling and i think that this is like for me it's like been the most powerful experience i've had in my life so far is like being this relationship so it shows me that like something so impactful and meaningful um must you know be something special you know treating like having this want to like want to treat someone with like this type of you know emotional care must be something important you know for for like me to like want that so much also this is the first time i've ever talked about this like publicly so oh i love it yay i'm gonna get get your juice i'm gonna get the juice out of you like what's your juice um no i love that and what i love so much is that you um you used the word want like you know, repeatedly and with intention and like that word was really full when you were using it. Like you want that. And I think that that's something we, you know, when we're not being kind or respectful, um, whether to someone that we're in love with or sure, um, we rob ourselves of, um, the part of kindness and respect. I think with love part where you have to be kind and respectful to yourself because as many people wiser and and who came before me have said, you know, you can't give to others what you don't have. You can't treat someone else the way that you don't 
treat yourself. I don't care what anybody says, how you love yourself and you love other people. Um, and, um, and I think that we do innately want to treat people well. And when we don't, I don't know about you, but when I, when I, when I fail, when I forget myself and I fail in the mission, um, to maintain that bar, I, I, I don't like myself and it goes against what I wanted. It's what, it's not just what I want for the other person. It's what I want for myself. Like I want to be a person of integrity. I want to be a person who does the work. And, and so I let it use the word want because I think people forget or they lose themselves and they get so used to being a certain way. Um, especially creative, since this is like a creativity thing, um, conversation, especially creatives. Uh, I know for myself and a lot of the creatives that I know we can get so caught up in our feelings because feelings play such a strong part of, you know, if not the core part of whatever it is that you're putting into the world, whatever your art or your craft is. Um, and so feelings become paramount and it almost like gives a permission for those feelings to dictate how we respond, how we treat people, how we talk to ourselves, how we talk to others. Um, and yeah, I think people forget that like if you if you're in the quiet and you can feel just like quiet and feel good for a moment, you'll feel that what who you really want to be is the kind, respectful version. And the other version is not actually who you are or who you want to be. Absolutely. I completely agree. I feel like like what you're saying, like I genuinely believe that like intrinsically, like in who we are, our hearts want to be loved. You know, we want to feel love. I think everyone wants to be loved. I think like maybe all of like the major problems in the world come from like maybe it's like a person who grew up in like a household where they didn't receive love, you know, or always was searching for love and if trying to find it in like the wrong places. You know, I feel like love is like really the answer. And like, you know, that's the most like maybe one of the most cliche things ever. But I think it really uh, is for a good reason. Exactly. For a very good reason. And so like, you know, what we want in our hearts, I think really is something positive. And so like, like when people tune into like the love in our hearts, that, like what we want for ourselves, we end up seeing that like what we want truly is to like love someone and to have someone love us back. And then like that comes like with kindness and respect and all those things fall in place with it too. Absolutely. It's funny while you were saying that, um, while you were saying that I was thinking, cause again, like I, because I, I know what your podcast is about, you know, um, I was thinking about like the creativity and just like how, what you're saying is like, how does that play in? And I think, um, there is, <laughs> there's an endurance in creativity and you, you, you give and you give and you give, and you're like mining the depths of who you are and your experiences and what you've witnessed. And, and you put that out there and, there's this fuel that comes from the love that you were just talking about. I was looking for the word and I think, yeah, fuel is what I want to call it. Um, there's a, there's a fuel from that, whether you're giving love, receiving, it really it's both, but like living in that place of, and it's not necessarily a place of like positivity. I feel like some of the times, I feel like sometimes the love talk, is off-putting for people or feels a little hippy dippy because people confuse the idea of what you and I are talking about, yeah. like, you know, kindness and respect and, and living from a place of love. People confuse that with people who are happy all the time. Yeah. And like as if that exists so much, right. And just think they, they just love you no matter what you do. <laughs> and they just want to be positive with, with people. And, um, and I don't have anything against people who are chronically optimistic or positive. I think I might be guilty of that. Um, 
uh, and, and I don't have anything against people who are cheerful either. Yeah. <laughs> what I don't think is helpful is people who associate what we're taught is, is associating what we're talking about with this idea that you just walk around that we that we should all be walking around smiling and telling each other we love each other as, the, as though we were on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's not what Milan and I are talking about. Um when we talk about living from this place of love and um, it really is the better fuel for creativity. Um, you know, the, the idea of like the tortured artist where you're trying to do something and you're tearing your hair out and um, is, 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 is honest. Like there's definitely like a torture to it and there can be a kind of a misery. Um, but that that's reserved that can be compartmentalized and reserved for that particular experience, whatever that creative angst is that you're going through. It doesn't have to be the through line of your life. And if it becomes the through line of your life, and if it becomes this thing where you're constantly creating, and so you're just t- constantly trying to mine the depths and you're exhausted or you're tortured or you're stuck all the time, and you allow that to seep into your regular life and you lose the foundation of kindness and respect because you think that the fact that you're a tortured artist or because you're a creative that allows you to just like explode your feelings all over everybody. Um, you're going to burn out. You're going to burn out and you're going to get stuck. Uh, I know because I've been there um, and I've seen it happen to people. And I think that, yeah, I think this, this idea of moving through the world and trying to hold the bar of ourselves or people is actually the thing that will give you the energy to keep going and to keep giving of yourself. Um, yeah, it's just a way better fuel. Totally. I want to connect this to the most essential question, quite possibly, of the podcast, which I completely forgot to ask you because I've been enjoying this so much too, <laughs> which is, <laughs> um, Rochelle, what is your juice? Ah, you think I would have answered this before the podcast, knowing that it was called What's Your Juice? Um, my juice is, uh, <laughs> I, I never, I don't know how to say this without sounding like I think that I'm some sort of like prophet or I want to start a cult or like, oh, I'm excited. Um, say it. Uh, I, my, my juice is, um, I want to leave people better than I found them. And that's something that I discovered. That phrase is something that I discovered a few years ago. And I want to say that it like just came to me. I probably read it somewhere. I could have seen it on a bumper sticker for all I know. But one day I just had this phrase that like a few years ago, just this phrase that kept just pounding at the front of my head and just leave people better than you found them. Like that's the mission. That's why you're here. And everything that I was doing creatively got better when that became my juice, as opposed to some of the other things like, uh, you know, my juice was at first it was just, it was just, I couldn't, it was, I couldn't define it. It was just like, I love acting. Like I want to connect with another human being. And that still is there, like human connection that fuels me so much. That is good juice. Like just another person in front of you, eye contact, just sharing energy and just like whether in real life or if I'm doing a scene, there's just this like connectivity like yeah, between two people, um, this electricity that I love so much. Yeah. And it's great. It's such good juice. Um, and that was pretty much what I was going on. 
for the longest time. I just, and I would crave it. Like I was like, I want that. Um, and, and then the leave people better than you found them, which sounds like a way to live and is a way to live. (laughs) Um, if you can, um, became my, my creative fuel, uh, because I realized that what I did was not just, it didn't exist in isolation, right? So like I do something, um, I do a television show, let's say, right? And someone sits down and they watch the show and, you know, what does that have to do with leaving people better than you found them? I'm just on the TV show, like I'm I'm playing a lawyer, like how am I going to influence the person on the couch? Um, But I think that there's something energetically that you can put into an experience that creates a kind of web of connection. And here's what I'm talking about. I go to work every day. There's like 100 to 150 people on set, right? And how I exist with those people and how I treat them and how I interact with them and that I make connections there, that I see them as human beings, that I'm not there, not just there to make a TV show. I'm there to spend 18 hours a day with 100, 150 other people. And I had this moment where I realized that the person who was watching the TV show finished in their living room, that that actually wasn't the end game because that has nothing to do with my life. Like once, once someone is consuming the thing you've created, your role is already over. That relationship now is between them and the thing you made and you've been eliminated on my deathbed. When I look back on my life and what I did with it and what was fueling me and and what was propelling me and what gave to me, I actually am not going to list any of the things, the finished products of anything that I made. I'm not going to be like, and I made that TV show and I made that movie. It's going to be, and I played that character. Like there are some characters who it's like, I created that character in that environment. And I met those people and I had that experience. About my life is the everyday act of whatever the creation is that's happening and whatever the creativity is that's happening. And if I go into that with your job today, no matter what happens, is to leave people better than you found them, at the very minimum, no worse than you found them, then everything comes together to support whatever it is we're creating that day. Like people do their best work. Everyone does their best work when they feel seen, when they feel that they are invited into the process, when they feel that that connective tissue includes them, then everyone comes together. So even though leave people better than you found them doesn't sound like it has anything to do with what I do creatively and why would that be my juice? It is because when I make those connections with those people, we all come together and something electric happens and everybody's on the top of their game. And if people aren't at the top of their game, myself included, everyone who is holds you up. It's like the web is strong and then you create something and you can flourish in that environment. And then I know that the person at home watching the show that we made They may like it. They may not like it. But I know that I am offering them something that I made intentionally with integrity and that was the best possible process for the people that are involved. 
And that matters to me. And that was long and more rambly. And it may sound like a bunch of, I don't know what to um, some people. And some people might be going, yeah, totally. Other people are lost. I don't know. It's just, I'm on the, yeah, totally in my head, Milan. (laughs) I'm on the, yeah, totally team for sure. I hope nobody tuned out. (laughs) No, that that was gold. Cause like (laughs) the other thing is like, you're an actress, right? People will see you mostly from the movies, the TV shows, like the the representative. I call yes, it the, the representative, representative yeah, like, yeah, the of representative Rochelle Lefebvre. Yeah, exactly, the representative yeah. of Rochelle Lefebvre. They like your Instagram, which is actually like amazingly. It seems like you in a lot of in a lot of ways. Um, but there's like representative of people out there. Everyone it seems like who has a platform to a certain extent, especially creatives, is a, it's a representative, right? Because you, ha- you have to in, in like the way society is, I think, in a lot of the ways, I'm sure like you can correct me on this for, for sure, but it seems like with the lot of the way re- society is structured, the representative is so important for the, just the jobs, right? However, like yeah. underneath that, like the most important thing is what you're saying is that you are a human, like your juice is one of the most important quintessential things to unite human beings. Because like you're saying that you want to leave people better than you found them. So then no matter what, whatever workspace you're in, whatever, you know, um, environment you go to, you're working to be kind, to be happy, to be respectful, to bring everyone together, to give people the best you can. To not like put on a mask of being like, no, everything's perfect. I'm happy. But just to be like genuine, kind, respectful mm-hmm. and to want to work together in a positive way. Because like when you work together in a way that's geared around unity and, you know, working to, to get to a higher degree even if it's just like to get better in terms of everyone's excited about something then the craft then all the product that is produced or all of like the interactions you're all gonna be happy you're all gonna be healthy you're all gonna be better and then everything that comes out of it it's gonna have more quality you know like true quality people can Mm -hmm. like feel and connect with and then also everyone's gonna like have a good interaction with you and that's so important too to like remember like you're saying to like leave people better than you found them and to always treat people well and to it seems like you're juicing your and your virtues and and like the you know the things that you hold dear to yourself in your life are all working together and i think that's something so important to see in people is like when people's story is doesn't just completely fly out of all different places like there's a clear trajectory and what you're saying like it shows that you have a good understanding of who you are and like of what makes you makes you happy makes you feel good and i think that's so important for everyone to to remember is like to always try and find thing that is like completely true to yourself and i i think that that more people should for sure especially people like with a platform like you i think like what you're doing like showing like these layers of who you are like of who you truly are is just an utmost importance in the world and i i really hope more people just do that i think it's great and i'm i'm so grateful to hear it from you thank you thank you mom of course um also rochelle that is the end of part one of this episode and we will see everybody back for part two where we will continue the conversation and in part two we're going to talk so much more about insecurity and how to deal with it and and also we're going to have a more casual discussion on mental health and about the importance of realizing that it's a conversation for everybody because we're all need to have our minds be healthier and we will also be talking about self-worth and value um so yeah rochelle we'll see everybody back in part two